I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. We're dry this week again, yep. Seth. It's feeling a lot like the spice hills of Arrakis. Because we are yeah. dry and barren with no... Marcus Harkonnen. But also, wouldn't that make us rich if we had a bunch of spice in our in our hills? Well, no, I mean, everyone who lives... I mean, that's not saying everyone who lives near oil is rich. We live near the spice. We don't have the spice. I guess that's true. But at least if we did, we'd, we'd, start, we'd be developing blue eyes and psychic powers, you know, some, some yeah. minor psychic abilities. We don't get those. Oil does it to you, apparently. Oil just gives you, I think, cancer if you drink yeah. it or whatever. You know, I bet Marcus would love to be in that Baron Harkonnen tank from the movie. <laughs> I bet he would love that yeah. thing. Just floating that bad boy, just have yeah. a great time. He'd love waking up in that. I mean, isn't the future sleeping in goo? Isn't that what we're all going to do in like a hundred years? It seems like why? Why do sci-fi movies have such a and literature as well have such a big? Maybe it's because they feel like one day we'll be able to live in like a goo that'll give us like all the nutrients that we don't get throughout mm. the day. So maybe yeah. it's like. We'll all be healthy without having to eat right or exercise because the goo will fix our bodies while we're asleep. Right. That would be kind of like cool. the Matrix. You know, everyone's in goo there, you know? Yeah. Minority Report, they're in goo. Battlestar Galactica, they're in goo. There's just goo everywhere in the future, apparently. So, the Matrix movies, or at least the original trilogy, the Resurrections does some crazy stuff, but the original trilogy ends with Neo just being like, hey, you guys can keep having the Matrix. I don't really care about that. Just let everyone have a choice. Right. What would you choose? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, man. I mean, I'd probably just choose the Matrix, to be honest, because I've seen what's out there. It ain't I know. Good. I'm sadly, I think I would choose the Matrix because they are, they're not thriving outside of it. Right. And I know the only way for them to thrive would be for more people to opt out, but... I don't know. I feel like I could, I feel like I could make my cozy little place in the Matrix once I knew that it was all fake. I don't know. The opting out is the is 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 the way to make people thrive. It's probably actually the opposite. It's probably get back in the tanks for everybody because the planet can't support life pretty much at this point. The robots don't have that problem. We'd be more useful as batteries for them than anything else. To that be is honest, true. are the characters in the Matrix just stupid? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that is that what it's happened? Freedom. It's not freedom, Seth. It's yeah, like breaking free from your 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 bonds. Well, it must be about freedom because they let they, they let them do whatever they wanted with the last movie, the, for, yeah, the fourth one. True. Man, that thing was I loved it. It's a controversial yeah, it opinion to say that you loved it, but I loved it. Uh, people are just haters. You yeah. know, everyone's just, just fucking haters. You are not like, wrong. You go make a fucking movie then. 
you know? Go ahead. And the funny thing is, like, up until Resurrections came out, people were like, the Matrix sequels suck. Matrix is the only good movie. It's a great movie, but other ones are all bad. And now I'm seeing these um, YouTube videos from YouTube essayists who are like, how Matrix Resurrections ruined the legacy of Matrix. I'm like, oh, so now you're pretending like you liked the other two movies all those years. Um, right. Just so you can shit on the new one that you don't like even more. The same thing is happening with uh, Star Wars, in yep. a way. Um, although it's not quite as prominent because people still think the sequels are good movies for some reason. Um, but a lot, a lot of folks do. But now there are some people who are going back and being like, actually, these things suck and the prequels were good. And I'm like, where were you? You know, 15 years ago, Fairweather Friend. Yeah. Overall, the prequels are way better. I think The yeah. Last Jedi is kind of a bright spot, but other than yeah. that, the freaking, the original, the prequels are way better than the combined quality of the new sequels. Actually, we had this discussion the other day, some, some friends of mine were, uh-huh. about uh, Zack Snyder yep. and his oeuvre, uh, as it is. And I have I have a thought, and I'm, I, wanna, I don't know if you agree with this or not, is Zack Snyder made one good movie, and it was the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yep. Which is a pretty decent action film if you don't compare it to the original, which is far better and deeper and more thoughtful yeah. than this movie. But is. also a much different type of movie. True. But I'm saying in terms of, you want a movie that has depth to it, that is trying to say something about the world around around you. Oh, yeah. The, the original has way more to say. Don't watch the Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. What do you think? What do I think is his best movie? No, has he made any good movies but that one? No. I can... There are parts of his Watchmen movie that I do enjoy, and there are... And this is one of my crazy things. And also, this is a movie I have not watched in like eight or nine years, probably. If it's even been that long. I don't know what time is anymore. But there were actually parts of Sucker Punch that I enjoyed. I thought it was a crazy... Wow! I thought it was an insane movie that was overall pretty bad, but there were parts where I was yeah. like, I can see what he was going for there. But other than those two, the, the pieces of those two movies, I don't think he's made anything good since then. I didn't even like... I mean, 300 was like kind of his, his big guarantor. I didn't even mm. like it that much, so... Yeah, 300 is a movie we all, I think we all liked when it came out, and then as time has gone on, yeah. it's not well, aged Once again, well. it had that one good scene. And yeah. I'll, I'll give Snyder that. Snyder's probably a guy who, if you were like, make one scene in a movie, he'd probably make the hell out of it. Mm. But the whole making the whole movie is kind of his issue. He should have just stuck to making music videos, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of those, a lot of feature directors start there, and, you know, some of them, well, maybe, maybe didn't need to graduate. You know, here's, here's the thing about Sucker Punch, is once you understand what the movie is trying to do, which is that it's trying to implicate you as the voyeur, you know, of this yeah. of this this situation. It it becomes okay. You get it now. I understand why we're doing all this stuff. I, I get it, but it still indulges too much. I think in its own concept to 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 maintain that level of being like, haha, look at you. You're just as bad as the guys in this movie. It's like you got you can't have it both ways. You know, you can't you can't do both. That's what I was thinking when I was watching um, the new Michael Bay movie, Ambulance. Not mm. necessarily about Ambulance, but kind of about Michael Bay movies in general. Because mm. as we all know, Michael Bay is very, he's a very nihilistic filmmaker. He's kind of mm. like, everyone's shit, this doesn't matter, this doesn't matter, who cares, you know, blow shit up, 
you know, drive tanks over stuff. Um, because that happens in, it happens in Ambulance, where, like, I mean, first of all, in Ambulance, like, the whole plot of the movie is they're trying to basically save a dying police officer. So it's like, mm. obviously, this movie isn't, isn't politically where I'm at. But also, right. I'm watching it, I'm like, who cares? I don't even think Michael Bay cares about this police officer. Michael Bay cares about the, the vehicle, the literal vehicles, and the actual mm. plot vehicle around it, which makes, or the cinematography vehicle around it that makes it so good. But then... I love how in his movies there's like these little throwaway lines that are just for no reason. Like they're um like Josh Dumal plays like the I don't know. This character's so weird in Ambulance because he's supposed to be a guy who's like born and brought up in LA. He knows LA better than anybody. But he's got like a like a Texas like whole thing going on like he's got his trucker his netted trucker hat on. He says he has a whole lot about F1 Racing is too fancy for him, and he sticks to, like, NASCAR or something. Like, he talks about it. So, and he has, like, this huge dog. Go ahead. I was going to say, so what you're missing here is he's trying to say that L.A. contains multitudes. Yes. Everyone can be from L.A. And so, at one point, he's just talking about how he's like, oh, yeah, we... One guy, one FBI guy, is like, I might always kill them all. And then the the Josh Jamal is like, well, we can't really do that because, you know, there's a dying cop on there. You think they're going to let that happen? You think the governor is going to let that happen? He's a Silver Lake liberal. I'm like, and he just throws this out as if it's just like some message. Like the, the guy's like, oh, I'm, I'm being all smarmy and smart here. But it's just like, I why mean, did you even say wrong. that? A liberal wouldn't want to kill a cop, but I don't. What? Yeah. I don't understand. It's just, is Dumal a cop in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, he's like the chief of police. <laughs> okay, I thought he was like a fucking just a random trucker or something that's helping out or whatever. No, no, no. He, he just, he just you wouldn't be able to tell it because he just, he dresses exactly like a trucker. Okay. But he's like the head of some, I don't know. The chief of police. I don't think he's chief of police, but he's like the head of some division of whatever. Mm. Um, And yeah. And they have like this this FBI guy who like knows Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, they went to college together. The the villain Jake Gyllenhaal and intrigue. Yeah, it was. It, I don't know. It's a completely Michael Bay disco like incoherent plot, but right. fucking really fun movie. Probably like okay, pro- incredible watch. Um, but also like Michael Bay movies, way too long. <laughs> that right, movie is yeah. two hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> You're an action director. Let's move it the fuck along. And you know? It is crazy how he gets. I mean, Bad Boys Two is two and a half hours, and it's the only thing wrong with that movie. Is it's just a little right. too long. There are parts of Bad Boys Two you could definitely cut. Um, I I couldn't do it. I wouldn't yeah. know what to cut. But you could. You could there are some parts that you should double. You should play them and then play them again right afterwards, <laughs> as and don't break the continuity. Just play the scene again. The scene in the in the the video in the electronic store, the, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one just, you can just, play that one probably three times in a row, and I'll, I'll be mm. fine. It'd be great. Let's do it. I think that's what Michael Bay needs is he he just needs two good lead actors who are just fucking into it, you know, who are just here to perform. Yeah, Ambulance has a a, a three a triangle of actors, and it just it's pretty it pretty works out pretty well. Or Jake Gyllenhaal, who, who are two again? Yaya Abdul Mateen the third mm. and uh, Isa Gonzalez. Okay, all, all right. It's really good, and yeah, it's a fun movie. Because they spend the whole movie in the ambulance together, basically. Yeah, the movie, with this. the movie gets to the whole ambulance part very quickly. That's good. I mean, it is almost the, they brush over some things that I think might be good exposition, but then I was like, who cares? 
just just get to the part that I care about. Yeah, don't so. don't jerk me around here. Let's do it. You know. Yeah. Man. So Bad Boys Two is great because the Bad Boys show up like two minutes into the film. Yeah, if that. Yeah, they're very, they're very. I mean, they're in disguise at the very beginning, and then they're on screen within I don't know forty five seconds. People forget that movie opens up with a clan meeting in the fucking swamp. Yeah. It's a wild way to start your movie, yeah. and then throw off their fucking hoods, and it's fucking Will Smith and Martin it's Lawrence. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, getting to it. It's just that's a bold way to start your movie. I gotta say, that's that's that, that it comes out strong. Did you ever watch the fourth one? I have not yet. No, I've, oh. our fourth one, or third, third, one. third. Sorry, I was about to say, is there a secret fourth movie? No, the third one. How is the third one? Is it? I heard. I heard mixed things. It's okay. It's like not Michael Bay, so ago, you know. it would have been better, probably, right? Yeah. With Michael Bay, obviously. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's okay. When did Bad Boys Two come out? Two thousand and two thousand and four, five. I'm gonna find out how old I am in a second here. It's gonna be really bad. Bad Boys Two came out two thousand and three. Yeah. Oof. Wow. And you know what? You can really tell it was two thousand three because the the it, it doesn't ever explicitly mention nine eleven. But the 9-11 vibes are all over that movie. Yeah. Because it ends with them, them basically invading Cuba. Yeah, it does. They just destroy a bunch of shit in Cuba with it, no repercussions. It's the only movie in existence people are trying to get to Guantanamo Bay. Yep. We're going to Guantanamo Bay for safety. That's yeah. what we're trying to get to. That's where we want to be. <laughs> nobody else is trying to do that ever i don't think so i don't know man michael bay is a very interesting filmmaker hell yeah he is um one of, one of the very best yeah i would I, I would say that i i would rate pain and gain as one of my favorite hell black yeah. comedies ever yeah pain and gain is great and it's one of the Just times when it's it's in that sweet spot before dwayne the rock johnson is Dwayne Johnson, and he right. gets to kind of play with his persona a bit, and it makes it a great movie. Yeah, that's true. I it's too bad, but the, the Rock is just kind of—he's just the Rock now. He's Dwayne Johnson. He's just—he plays one character forever, and it kind of sucks, you know. Yeah, too much quality Which, control. Yeah, they're trying to sanitize things, you know. They're trying try to make everything the just uniform. Just Everyone's beautiful. No one's having sex. Right, like Charlton Heston is in my mind like one of the like a movie that's a movie fucking star you know back in the day that was a movie star guy yeah. he wasn't fucking trying to be some you know uh totally cleaned up guy which okay to be fair the world was worse back then i get that <laughs> but it's, we could we could do with some of that today you know you could you could be a little bit uh, uh rough on the edges what i love about the 80s and 90s is there is this incredible trend where they were like we need someone who's going to play a guy who's weird and has a bunch of sex, like just banging left and right. And they were like, okay, who's going to play him? And it's either Michael Douglas or James Spader every time. <laughs> and I'm like, these days, guys like Michael Douglas and James Spader aren't doing much. I mean, those guys are because they're famous, but people who have their same energy don't get to do the same kinds of roles. Michael Douglas got to be in a lot of... Of like sex drama yeah. movies, yeah. You know, he, did, you know, he claims he got like what did he claim? He, he got like he said he got cancer by eating too much pussy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From, I remember that from Catherine Zeta Jones. 
I, was I like, mean, what? Worth, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess, mean, worth. But also, probably not medically accurate. <laughs> no, 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 of course not. <laughs> of course not. I mean, what, but I mean, think about it though. Think about it. The vagina dentata. It's just, it's just slower than it is in the legends. You know, the cancer, the cancer vagina. It could happen. Yeah, you're you're more of the history buff than I am, so I'll let you. The the vagina with teeth, dude. They ain't the legends. Oh, the movie. Know? Yeah. Okay, but based on the vagina dentata from mythology, the idea of a vagina with teeth in it. You know, it's it's a common mythological trope. So, I'm pretty sure it was like the first thing people ever thought of once they discovered vaginas. <laughs> they were like, "What if it could hurt me, though?" <laughs> You know what's funny is the actual like, Native American version of the legend, the hero, who I think is just named Hero, uh, uh, beats the vagina Tata by just knocking the teeth out with a stick, and then he marries the woman. Hey, basically what Dennis knew. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that. how did that feel, I wonder? It couldn't have been great. No. But uh, uh, that movie was kind of weird, too. Did you ever see Teeth? No. I kind of know I the general it. flow of the plot, though. It was interesting. It it definitely it was one of those movies where it was like a, about the creation of a villain, I guess. But in the movie, she's pretty much justified almost every time because every man in the movie is some kind of like rapist or creepy sexual assaulter guy. So it's like it never seems like she's she's a bad person for using her vagina teeth to hurt anyone. Yeah. It's it sounds weird. about right. Although I guess if I'm not sure who made the movie, but if if it was made by a woman, it's probably accurate. I guess to the actual experience of uh, of of uh, being a woman in the world today, where men are probably not great. Let's see. Teeth was directed by Mitchell Liechtenstein, and who, that who wrote it, is a man written by Mitchell Liechtenstein. <laughs> So, okay, well, no. You know the what though? Credit to him because I feel like if if most men had written it, she would have like killed someone who didn't have it coming. You know, was just a normal person or yeah. whatever. Or, uh, I guess kind of like Rogue did to her boyfriend in X Men movie. Remember that? Yeah, she, she kissed him and he fucking died or whatever. Well, this man only has four directing credits. What was his last movie? His last movie was named Angelica from 2015. Okay, okay. Um, what's, what's, what's the synopsis on Angelica? Angelica is a movie that stars Jenna Malone, which is cool. Okay, It's about a couple living in Victorian London who endures an unusual series of psychological and supernatural happenings following the birth of their child. I mean, that's not a bad premise. And guess what? It's an hour and 35 minutes long, so it's already better than most movies. So I mean... Yep. Could be me. I could be in the seat watching it, you know? I don't know. Yep. I might, maybe I've seen it. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. I guess he's... Uh, I guess maybe he's done with that part of his life. Making movies. Hey, man. We've seen some folks who've had longer stretches than that of not working and then coming that back. That is true. That is very true. You can, you can fucking be out of the game for a while and then it called back up. Speaking of that, Michael goddamn motherfucking man after oh. eight years... Of being blacklisted for his black hattery is back in Hollywood and made the pilot for Tokyo Vice. And guess what? It fucking honked. It was amazing. 
Is Hawked good? That's Hawked means great. A plus for the pilot of that show. And it is it's almost a detriment to the show because the episodes after are clearly not as well directed. I'm sure those directors are very talented, but they're not Michael Mann and it shows. I should say, I should say here, before, before, just to let all, all our viewers know, Tokyo Vice is based on complete lies. It's all made up and bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, However, pretty made up. if you just approach it as fiction, it's probably great. Well, the show is considered absolute fiction. It is considered okay. being inspired by Jake Adelstein's books. And the character is named Jake Adelstein, but it is mm. can, the show is considered absolute fiction. So. Okay, good. Because that guy lied a lot. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, um, you really shouldn't trust anything a white person says about Japan. Let's just put it that way. That's you just really shouldn't. Yeah, it's 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 kind of the worst vibe you can get from someone, right? When a white know, person tries to teach it? you something about Japan, and I'm like, hey, I don't think that's your job. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, just in the course of learning things, I've learned things about Japan. But I am not going to try and... I'll, I'll be like, hey, I heard this about Japan. It yeah. may be accurate. I could be totally fucking wrong. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to teach you anything about this. Yeah, so. Those motherfuckers get off the plane and they're like, Domo Regato. And people are like, oh my god. <laughs> they're facepalming. They're like, why is this person here? Shut the fuck, fuck. up, dude. It's, you know what, though? Okay, that's probably true. Here's the thing. Here's why I think that's true. We fucking dropped two nukes in their country. So they probably they have probably have a good license to hate us forever, all right? Yeah. And that's just, not just America. All white people ever have bear the sin, I think, of the nuking of Japan. Yeah. I get that. But if we were over here, if it was us, and a Japanese person came off a plane and was speaking English to us, we would probably be accepting of that, I think, a little bit more. We'd probably be like, oh, this guy's speaking English. That's cool. Yeah. And know? I'm sure, I'm, I mean, in, I'm sure in Japan. I'm sure there's, there's all shades of it, just like there are here. Mm. Some people, they see a Japanese person speaking English and they'll be like, go back to your country. Yeah. And then I'm sure in Japan, the same shit would happen to somebody. But it is very funny to think about one of these anime nerds wearing a fedora getting off the plane and trying <laughs> to have a full Japanese conversation. I mean, I had a friend in college who grew up in Japan uh, and she's white because she's a military brat, I guess. Yeah. And she said that at one point she was in some part in Japan and the old people were spitting at her on the street. And I'm like, that sucks. But also, I mean... I mean Hey, Think about it, man. You got to pay taxes. Do some folks that that died in some some shit we did. So you can't escape you know? taxes. They'll come for you. Exactly. So I don't blame anybody for being like Americans. Get the fuck out of our country. I, you right on, man. Yeah, yeah. We've done <laughs> enough of that ourselves. So that, that works. is true. It's fucked up how we were like sold in school. This whole like America's a big melting pot, you know, and everybody here is from all kinds of different places and. You get out there in the world, you're like, damn, people are really racist out here, though. Yeah. Even the not racist people are racist, apparently. That is true. That is true. Oh, by the way, have you seen what's going on? Let's let's get to politics for a second here. Okay, yeah, sure. Let's talk. Let's talk about J.K. Rowling real fast. Uh oh. Have you seen J.K. Rowling has gone full on like turf? She's. I mean, I know. In, within mind. the last few years, she has revealed herself to be a, a turf for sure. Well, it has now expanded to her being a Holocaust denier. Oh, nice! Uh, by endorsing people who say that, uh, like, like it was only Jews killed in the Holocaust. That it didn't apply to trans people or gay people or, or, or Roma people. No, no, no. Just, just Jews were killed yeah. in in the Holocaust, which is not accurate. First of all, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she will bad. be not. She will not be allowed entry into Canada anymore. 
because they are oh, banning yeah. Holocaust denial. Which is really funny. Really support for sucks that they even have to make a law about that. <laughs> it's just so funny that Canada is sending so much money to Ukraine, but they care about the Holocaust denial because a lot of those Nazis over there would probably disagree with them on that. Uh, but okay, but and the, the J.K. Rowling stuff. Uh-huh. Did you still have heard Emma Watson? I guess small bits. I really don't know what happened though. Emma Watson in an interview or whatever supported trans people. She was like, yes, I don't care. I'd okay. share a bathroom yeah. with a trans person. She did the that, bare minimum. That's fine with me. Of course. Yeah. And JK, and people were now trying to say that Emma, Emma Watson, because she's rich from being a movie star, never, ever, ever goes into public bathrooms and spends any time around anybody else. So why would she care about this whole event? She can say whatever she wants. But apparently JK Rowling does spend time in public bathrooms and therefore should be afraid of yeah. trans people. JK Rowling, who has... Of magnitude more money than Emma Watson. <laughs> a billionaire, I'm pretty sure, isn't yeah, she? she is a billionaire. <laughs> so just, That's... it's just insanity. The so hey, you know lots. what? You know what, Emma Watson? You gotta open up your home bathroom to the public now. <laughs> that is the only <laughs> solution. I did see a pretty great picture. It was a picture of Margaret Thatcher's grave, and it had the trans flag on it, and someone had put a note that said, a trans person peed here, no one got hurt. Nice. <laughs> also, earlier I said when you said that you know she said she'd share a bathroom with a trans person. I said that's you know that's the bare minimum. That wasn't mm. derisive. I, my point is that I just wish most people would do the bare minimum. That's all we really right. need is enough people doing the bare minimum <clears throat> as humans for us to right. just make a functioning society. So that's all I yeah. want. So I'm glad that she's at least admitted to doing the bare minimum. Yeah, I mean it's sad, but the bare minimum is what we could. What it's, we, it's better hard for than the other direction, for right? Sure. I mean, people are just people. Are, people are just lost their goddamn minds. You know, it's it's insane. Like, I don't understand this. I mean, I, I okay, I understand the. I mean, not sudden hatred for trans people, but the very much bring it to the forefront of our culture war. Yeah. I get why it's happening, but also. Just shut the fuck up, you know? Just let them be, man. Who gives a shit? Why do you care so much about something that's going to affect you, you know? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, if more people would just stop caring about things that don't affect them, we'd be in a much better place. I know. And you just, and plus, I know this this isn't new, but I was seeing somebody talking about how, like, she saw that Biden wants to have sex education classes for third graders. They're going to have rooms where kids can go and have sex and, and, and learn about how it's okay. I'm like, I'm like, if you think about it for a second, though, person, random internet mom, does that really make sense to you? Is that really something that they would ever let happen? Do you actually think that's true? Right. Or did you bite the onion, you idiot? A lot of folks thought, a lot of folks, remember, believed that fucking onion story, the, the abortion play. Remember that? <laughs> abortion praetorium or whatever. It's like a four-story abortion <laughs> They're like, we can process 100,000 abortions a day <laughs> here. Kill a million babies an hour. It's so and then, funny. okay, this is so stupid, but it, okay, this is actually kind of chilling. This story we saw recently oh, about yeah. the fetuses that were stolen from an abortion clinic in an attack a couple years ago. They just keep finding out more corpse, more, more baby fetuses are stolen. And I saw one of the theories that they had was uh, they had a guy on tape or whatever saying that like, oh, they burned the, 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 the fetuses for heat for our city. 
And I'm like, you dumb motherfuckers, corpses are more water than anything else. You can't get, it's an energy negative reaction. You had to spend yeah. more than what you would get out of it. Think about it. People are full of juice. It doesn't exactly. burn like that. On Arrakis, oh. they're not trying to get warmth. They get your juices out because that's the important part. That's what you can actually it's render all Arrakis, from a corpse. Really. It all comes back to Arrakis. It if he was more he'll Red Dune, we'd be in a better place. Okay, I gotta go for no tangent real quick. So if I, of I, course. I, I want to say this to you real quick. I saw a tweet from a guy who said, "If you've ever, if you've ever bought sex, you are a rapist." Okay, like if you ever, if you ever visited, visited a prostitute or engaged in sex work, you're a rapist, right? Okay. This is a Marxist saying this. This is a Marxist saying this. And my whole thought process was, if you're a rapist for buying sex, okay, then aren't you just, aren't you an exploiter if you buy anything? From anyone who isn't a yeoman farmer, yeah. right? Isn't that how logically it would go? We're all evil now because we bought anything from Walmart in our lives. Yeah, the no ethical consumption under capitalism uh, right. argument. You're just as bad because here's the thing: the thing about it, we've talked about it before on this show, but it's been a while, so we should refresh people. I think sex work is work because all work involves selling your body in some way, yeah. some more directly than others. It's all labor, though. Yeah. Okay, there's no distinction. I think that the argument that if you have paid for sex, then you're a rapist, that means like, I feel like that would extend to if you paid someone to mow your lawn, you are a slave owner. Like, right. that just doesn't make any sense to me. You paid them for the use of their body. Yeah. Of the whatever right. service they're providing. Like, that's just anything how it works. If you went, if you went to the fucking, to bought some shit at a convenience store and the checkout person checked you out. You just bought the use of their body for a bit of time with yeah. your money, right? It's yeah. all the same shit. So my whole thing is read more books. Start with Dune and then go read <laughs> yeah. Dos Capital or whatever after exactly. that. Exactly. Read, read. Start reading anything, first of all. Although technically, right, yeah. the average American reads 12 books a year, so I guess. That is <laughs> impossible. <laughs> so untrue. Cannot. Who surveyed this? I know they Where must have called like the oldest, like dumbest people <laughs> in the world. Right, just set a number. Oh my god, that is such a wild statistic to me. Because I read a lot, and I'm not sure I hit twelve books a year. You know, to be honest. Yeah, I think last year I did, but yeah, it, it all depends on what what happens throughout the throughout the year. But maybe on a good year, I would. Yeah, or if I find like a, a really good series or something. But yeah, most people do that. That's just such a weird survey. Um, yeah. But yeah, people should read more and uh, not say stupid shit. Right. Stop stealing fetuses and not understanding how Marx works. Come on, people. Get, get your lives together, you know? Yeah. It's not hard. Uh, um, let's see. I mean, what's going, what's going on? Oh, uh... So we did, we did promise the people a Morbius episode last week. Uh, One of us promised people that. <laughs> we will say Morbius is very good for memes. That's about it, I think. It's, that's been the one thing. And not even memes about the movie, like, from the film. Just about the film. Yeah, it's basically. about how no one saw the film. Oh, right. it officially has the biggest drop-off between opening weekend and second weekend of any Marvel-related movie ever. Wow. It dropped seventy four percent this week. The record was before held by Dark Phoenix, which dropped seventy two percent. I forgot that movie existed. Yep, I never even saw it. 
which is weird because I really like the X-Men movies, but it just did not seem to uh, do anything for me from the trailers. Yeah, I mean, Days of Future Past fucking rules. Yeah. And then, and then Apocalypse. Apocalypse was, was a movie. It existed. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was terrible. Right. But it wasn't good or very memorable. I did watch it with my eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> I think I watched it twice. Oscar Isaac was in that movie. Yeah. yeah. I think that we found out that Magneto was Quicksilver's dad or something, which seems like a retcon. Yeah, something like that. Who knows? I, I don't know. It's like I, Oscar Isaac was blue, and I just it was a movie, I guess. Morbius, I'll probably never see unless I'm like unless I unless someone, unless someone paid me to watch it. <laughs> then maybe. Yeah, I didn't watch Venom. Let there be carnage, and I don't think I'll be watching Morbius either. I will. I will watch the Venom two. I know because you liked Venom one because your Venom one's great. Great. That is such a weird word. <laughs> what? Okay, well, Shawshank Redemption is great. Shawshank fan fan, fan, fan damption? What am I talking about? <laughs> are you are you drunk? I was gonna say Shawshank Redemption is fantastic. There's oh, a different... okay. So you're okay. Okay, I'll incredible. revise it. Venom was okay. There we it, go. Okay. Is that more? Is that better for you? Yeah, I think it's terrible, but okay is good. Well, it's good because it's, it's one of it's the it's the first Marvel movie with a gay relationship, and I feel that's beautiful. That is, I don't actually can we call it a gay relationship though? There is a they them creature inside of a, a he him man but the whole movie but at the end of the movie they kind of become Fine. one it's queer it's queer it's a queer movie okay. how about that yeah that makes that that's better right but yeah you're not wrong it's, it's their first queer movie and i i think it's beautiful i respect that yeah was it tom hardy the guy who said that I've, of course i've had gay sex <laughs> i'm an actor <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything about this quote so i think he i think he did say that that hey here you for what was you vamp and i'll research all right so it's funny you said vamp because morbius is a vampire so Mm -hmm. you can vamp about that basically about how they made okay it says right here gotcha back in 2010 hardy talked about his fluid sexuality and having gay sex in his teens quote of course i have i'm an actor for fuck's sake Wow, that sounds like him. Yeah, that's all right. That's do it in his voice. Do it in his voice. You mean the impossible melange of accents <laughs> he puts on every time he speaks? <laughs> sure. Yeah, whip it out for your fast. I cannot place him ever. Oh, I'm like he's, he's either like from Christian New Bale. Zealand or Atlanta. <laughs> I never know. <laughs> it's like Christian Bale to me. That yeah. video. Or that, that audio clip of him yelling at that guy on the screen yeah. the movie. What accent is that? Where is that from? Yeah. He's, he's got a really possible? interesting voice. I would have said he's from Chicago. After that after that. Yeah, but he's probably out. from like Wales or something. <laughs> right. Some in South Africa or some shit you would ever expect, you know? Yeah, by the way, listen. Crazy. I just want to show that Smith has this bit he does. I mean, I'm not sure it's a bit. But sometimes we'll be talking about a movie or a television show we've watched. And he's like, oh, do you know anything about this actor? You know, whatever. John Smith or something. And then I'm like, no. And then he's like, well, he has this terrible affliction. (laughs) And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he's British. And they (laughs) lied to you about it. 
right because it'll be a british man doing an american accent mm. and smith seems to feel very betrayed when he finds out that I everyone's am, british every it dude when i found out that dr house was not american uh it was a betrayal of me on the that's a big level. moment in everyone's life growing up was when they realized house uh is british yeah because i didn't think you were allowed to do that I didn't think you were legally allowed to, to, to listen. If you want, if you want to be an American who's like from, let's say Minnesota, and do a, a Southern accent for a movie, that's fine. But you can't cross national lines, my friend. No, 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 that's not allowed. Especially yeah. not oceans. Uh, another big one is when you find out that uh, Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead is British. Mm. You're like that guy. No, the biggest one is Idris Elba. When you find out he is British, you lose your fucking Well, mind. actually, no, for me, because I knew Idris Elba was British for a long time, but from the same show, the one that got me was Dominic West from The from the Wire. I was like, Good that man. guy? And he's like, he's not even British. He's like big in Britain. Like he's in like a lot of prestigious British television shows. Yeah. He's big there. His accent is perfect in The Wire. It's yeah. insane. I would know. I'm from Baltimore. I know what they sound like. <laughs> Go ahead, lay it on us real quick. Speaking of Baltimore, the trailer came out for the new The Wire 2. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, we own this the city. Um, which I'm excited um, for, for a couple of reasons. One, more Wire, which is great. Right. Um, two, John, I'm here for John Barenthal being one of our finest actors. The man yep. absolutely kills in everything he does. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's also a couple of side actors I saw in it who I was like, they really made some choices here. They they the show some Marlo Stanfield. Is yeah, like, they show some uh, really really interesting guys um, to come in. Some side like character actors I've seen in other stuff. And yeah, I, I was excited about that. So yeah, and the show looks the girl from um, Lovecraft Country is in it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm very excited about that. This is gonna sound really really stupid. Uh-huh. But I gotta talk about one of my favorite John Barenthal roles ever, and sure. that is uh, the Punisher, because ah. this is again I understand it's little known, things. but in that show there are scenes where the Punisher. Okay, so remember in Watchmen how Rorschach is always eating beans out of a can, yeah. and he's because he's a fucking homeless person. Basically, there are scenes in Punisher where he is eating beans out of a can with a fork, and you can hear the metal of the fork hitting his teeth. And he's constantly just jamming the fork into his mouth, and it is the most unpleasant noise you, that you could possibly imagine because it's 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 metal hitting teeth. Yeah. And I love that commitment to like just being an insane psycho in in the show is literally biting metal every time he fucking eats something. That's a uh, that's going hard on the uh, on the the whole role. Yeah, that's he. He seems to be a very uh, committed actor. He commits. And That's right, he commits. Another thing I wanted to mention, last week I shouted out the show Winning Time on HBO. Um, mm-hmm. I've continued to be correct. The movie's amazing, or the show's amazing. And it, speaking of The Wire, it's got Wood Harris, who plays Avon Barksdale oh, in that show, nice. playing Spencer Haywood. So, okay. Yeah. Good show. Oh, and I will say that Seth, you recommended to me the movie Pig, Pig. which I recently watched. Oink, oink. Pig is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit what a movie and Nicolas Cage is one of our finest living actors I just gotta say it like there's no way around it he just is yeah he just is yeah, that's right. I'm really excited for that new movie about how talented he is <laughs> right yeah 
what is it? The incredible weight or, or the, 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 the what is it? The, the over the unbearable, over, weight, unbearable of, weight of massive talent. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Him and Pedro Pascal, I think, are the two yep. leads of that. And it's got oh. Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz. So should be. I'm into it, man. I'm very into that. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, Nicholas Cage. I I feel like went very underappreciated for a very long time, and it's finally getting his moment in the sun here uh, to to shine. Kind of kind of a a, a long slow burning reconnaissance, you know. Yeah. Because most mostly because a lot of his assaults has been like straight to video and like streaming stuff that you think is going to be terrible. And normally the movies aren't that good, but he's just great at them. And that's how you find out. What? Why? 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 A while back was Keanu Reeves doing that too? Remember he's he's in some movies like Knock he's Knock in some weird shit. Yeah, Knock Knock and. What's that one where he clones his family into robots called like the Replacers or something like that? Which I think no that's what it's called. I think it's called the Replacements. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's what's called. I was say surrogates. That was Bruce Willis. That was a different thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, for some reason, Keanu Reeves did some really weird small movies there. Maybe he had a a yacht he was paying off or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sure, I'll just do this shit. I heard he's a very down to earth guy. Maybe he was just bored. Yeah. Maybe he was like, oh, this looks fun. Why not? I'm Keanu Reeves. I'll do what the fuck I want. Yeah. I'm set for life. Um. So I did want to. I didn't. Okay, I didn't want to talk about this. I feel like we kind of have to, mostly because I, there's a good uh, meme about it. Okay. But as people know, freaking best friend of the podcast, Elon Musk became like the highest <sighs> single shareholder in Twitter with like nine point something percent of their stock, which is uh stupid. But also, I don't really care about the stock market and who owns what, because it's all a big fuck show anyway, so who cares? Right. But big thing was, now that he owns it all, it's like, oh, he's got to be on the board of directors or the whatever of Twitter. And everyone's like, oh, it's such a big deal. He's going to he's gonna be there. He's going to represent us, the people, the regular mm-hmm. folks, because that's what Elon Musk does. Um, turns out he just turned down the board. I don't know what his reasons are. I don't care what his reasons are. The funny thing is that when Gizmodo tweeted this out, they used the picture of him and Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> <coughs> Which is, uh, I think that should be the only picture of Elon Musk online. That would be yeah. amazing. I think, I think a strict legal reading <clears throat> of the statement was that if Elon Musk was a board member, he could have... <laughs> they didn't say this, but basically... He can make stock price go down on Twitter because he's an insane person has done it to Tesla. And, yeah. and and so they were like, we don't want you on the board because you could you could hurt our stock price. So we'll give you this in exchange for not doing that. You know? Yeah. It's, it, here's the saddest part of that, by the way, Seth. The saddest part of that whole saga. You know, Do you know Graham Linen, the IT the, crowd? The IT crowd creator? guy who's a transphobic piece of shit. Yeah, who's lost his entire life because of being transphobic, apparently. Yeah. His wife divorced him. His kids don't talk to him, all this kind of stuff. He wrote an open letter to Elon Musk saying, "Hey, once you're in charge of Twitter, can you please unban me and these other these other people who hate trans people?" It wow. was just a very sad letter to read. God, that is one of the most depressing things. I, the IT crowd is one of my absolute favorite comedies ever, and it, it's hard for me to even press play when I watch an episode. Sometimes I'm just like, "God, this mm. guy, how did he make something so good when he's so bad?" Yeah, it's. It, it, being a turf just gets into your brain and rots you somehow in a weird way. It's insane what you can go into. But Graham Lynham does have that terrible affliction. 
Yeah, I mean that's true. He is British. Some people, some people are are calling it Turf Island. They're they're now saying it's it's Turf Island out there because of how many there are in their, in their government. It's just a huge deal for them. Like they have all these crazy bathroom laws and whatnot. They're trying to pass. And there's and, and and even the Labor Party is saying we won't. They even have a a group called the LGB Alliance. Wow, that's too much for them. Yeah, they cut out the team entirely. No, fuck you. I'm like, or what? Did you not remember? Do you remember everything that's happened in the whole history of everything? <laughs> Come on, man. You able to try and leave trans people high and dry? Like, fuck you. They were your friends before. They they tried to help you out. You know. Yeah. <sighs> Pisses me off, man. I did have really. <sighs> I did have a good. A good. Uh, bit here good story oh yay uh those doesn't affect us uh, nice i love it's it. nice so Seth, i'm sure you're probably familiar with the chinese company huawei yes makes her phones all yeah, the in china mm-hmm. they recently um distributed 9.65 billion dollars in dividends to their employees 131,000 people um so you recorded a tweet that most people on average got seventy-three thousand dollars usd yeah wow can you imagine getting that just from your, as your, your bonus job? Just drop it on. That would be it amazing. It says right here that some folks who are vested longer in the company got about a quarter of a million dollars. My God. That's insane. That's so crazy. Why does why do more places not do that? Yeah, um, no American company would ever do that. Yeah, I don't know why. what it is about our... I mean, I do know what it is about our values is that we're just... To right, mired in capitalism, but man, that would be—it's kind of like the story about how Nintendo, when the Wii U didn't sell well, they just cut their the board's salaries by like half and kept all their employees. And then, oh, what they do next? Oh yeah, they made the Nintendo Switch, the most popular game console that ever fucking exist. Right. Uh, let's, Weird. Let's run down some other stuff here. Uh, Activision Blizzard. Uh, did a really backhanded kind of thing where they they told their their they said their, their QA testers are going to be going are converted to full time at twenty dollars an hour for them. Sounds However, great, right? Exempted from this are the Raven QA testers who are the only people trying to unionize right now in the video game industry, basically. So they will not be given any raises. Yeah, and didn't they say it's because they don't? They say, oh, we we can't we can't deal with the, the union legal stuff. That's that's right. That's why NLRB. We can't do it. Can't yeah. do it, you know. Fuck you. Yeah, unions, yeah. the one place that doesn't want uh, workers to have more money. <laughs> right. It's it's just stupid, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, unions are getting some victories. That's true. Starbucks. Starbucks to today. Uh, yep. Got shutouts in their votes to unionize. Yep. I feel like. People our age are way more pro-union than the generation before us because yeah. we've been fucked for so long. Yeah, which is weird because the generation before us is the one that got all the benefits that labor unions mm. built. But then we're like, but fuck labor unions. We don't, they didn't do anything. I didn't see them do anything for me. So I hate and they make me less money. Um, right. But then we're like, no, no, they were good. And that's why we have a whole fucking day. We only have a day dedicated to so many things and labor unions are one of them mm. as far as like nationally recognized holidays that people get like days off of work from labor right. day is one of them 
And it's in the wrong part of the goddamn year. That is true. It's supposed to be in May. May Day. Where everybody else's uh, Labor Day is. But we, we get somewhere else because they don't want us to have any solidarity with our, our you know comrades overseas. So, yeah. Um, our comrades who are not allowed to do our accents. <laughs> right. Um, and we can't do theirs. It's a, it's both ways. Oh, I don't, I don't, um, I don't think about that. Oi, mate. <laughs> Oi, governor. Hello, governor. That's, that was a carriage ride. Um, but the, uh, but, uh, I feel like, cause here's, here's the thing. Here's what happened. Basically after world war two, America became one of two superpowers in the world. And we had enough money that we were extracting from the third world. We were able to spread that across the, the all of the, the private sector enough to quiet people down. To go ahead and make them stop talking about unions, all this kind of shit. And they had their unions and we slowly chipped away, weakened them very slowly over time, right? To get rid of them. And then today, people don't have the protections anymore and they're pissed. And they're like, we want them back. And they made it very hard to do that, but they're trying. Um, so I think that it's this is a step in the right direction. It should be noted that, that unions are not socialist. They are capitalist in their design. They're cor- they're 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 another they're a corporation of workers trying to you know bargain against other corporation, which is good. That's fine. It's good. It should happen for workers. Um, but at least at least it's expanding the horizons of what's possible for people, right? Which is for good. sure. Oh, speaking of workers getting fucked over, did you see what's happening with the new Doctor Strange movie? No. So in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, they're bringing in a character uh, from the comics called America Chavez. You ever heard of her? No. She's a, a mute. I'm not a mute. She's not what she is. She can basically punch the universe and open up portals. That's her thing. Okay. Uh, you can see it on the trailers, actually, I believe. Yeah. Uh, she's created by Joe Casey, uh, a, a Marvel writer. And uh, as we all know, Marvel does not treat their, and Disney don't treat their writers very well. Uh, uh, and so Joe Casey... Uh, does not own America Chavez, has no ownership or stake over the character. He just created her for, for Marvel. He, he knew this with his contract and everything. But to try and head this off, Marvel offered him some money for using the character in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that it was a pittance. He said it was he rejected it. It was not even worth him taking. Because it also included the writer of Don't Talk About This. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he rejected it, and he's like, hey... They tried to give me money and it was not enough for what my contribution. I should get more than this, basically. Yeah. He's not, he's, he's, he's not demanding anything else. But he's just saying it was an insult to him, the low amount that it was. And I feel like that's, I mean, Marvel, I just, they fuck over their writers so much. It's crazy that a company that constantly talks about how profitable their movies are can't just do, once again, the bare minimum and just pay the people who made the stuff that you're making successful yeah like how hard is that give them a fucking give them 10 million dollars and it still will not affect you yeah it would not at all it would be that that will be a pittance in my opinion yeah it's like a uh, bill mantlow the guy who made rocket raccoon we talked about from on the show yeah uh was fucking he, he had horrible horrible cancer was in a nursing home and they would never fucking pay him for it. He made a character from one of their biggest fucking movie franchises, and Marvel won't spare him a goddamn cent to help out with his, with his medical problems. You know? Yep. That's fucked. It's really fucked. I don't, I don't understand why it is the way that it is. You know? Yeah. Just pay people. That's easy. And hey, if one of them is dying of cancer, maybe pay for that too. You know? 
Maybe you just help him yeah. out. It's just like it's it's labor is a source of all value, and intellectual labor is just as valuable as physical labor. It's You're true. selling your body still. Your brain is part of your body. It's all it's all the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and it, I think that if Marvel doesn't, I mean, doesn't matter. What am I even talking about? They don't give a shit. People still work for them. They don't care. You know? Yeah. Well, we all know Kevin that. Feige listens to this podcast, so. <laughs> I'm hoping that we, we can get through to him. But here's what here's what Casey said, by the way, about, about the offer he got. He said, quote, For me, it's not about money. It's not even about the respect. I would never expect to be respected by a corporation, says Casey. If I'm in a position where I can afford not to take their insult of an offer and be able to talk about it, maybe the next guy, where that kind of money could change their life, will get a fair shot of receiving that money. Wow. I respect that. It's powerful stuff. That's- um yeah. yeah that's what we need if if these companies won't pay the stuff they're supposed to pay we should at least shame them into doing it right i don't think shaming will work but it'd be nice um the last thing i wanted to talk about yeah is it's just a small little thing just very funny uh i'm not gonna talk too much about ukraine and what's going on over there but it was pretty funny how there were all these predictions about Russia's economy is going to collapse. Russia's going to, on the verge of falling apart any day now. And they just recently were like, well, why didn't that happen? And now the economists are saying it's because they grossly misjudged Russia's economy. Because it turns out that we overvalue services and undervalue production. Yeah. Because Russia makes a lot more shit than they provide services so we thought they were just some small European country, and they're not, it turns out, because they make so much shit that we all need. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, and it, it's just, I don't know, it's just weird because you'd think these people who talk so much about they know economy and they know economic principles would at least take this stuff into account, but they just, apparently they just learn one thing and they're like, well, that's, that's it. There's no way that I'm wrong about what I'm what we're talking about. And it's really funny because this this guy, this economist, says right now the way we value economies, China is valued at 17.7 trillion to America's 23 trillion. But he says if we use this new paradigm of looking at it, the way we look at Russia now, actually China is worth 27 trillion dollars, making wow. it bigger than us by about 20 percent. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> so. I, I, dude, once people start to start to fig- figure out that America is not the world's number one country anymore in anything, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna get real crazy over here, I think. I mean, we, the thing is, the thing is, we're already not. Mm. So what, what's gonna happen, you know? Yeah, uh, it says right here that if you apply this new paradigm, China is probably 30% of the world's economy instead of 18%, as I currently think. Wow. Uh, so. It turns out that services are not that important to an economy. <laughs> it turns out you can't you can't provide any services or ain't shit to give people, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we kind of fucked around. We 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 were in the fucking around stage, and we're gonna be in the finding out stage pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's oh, a good way to put it. And to truly epitomize our, our decline of our society kingdom hearts 4 is happening which i think is just a really uh, just a real a real bellwether for our everything i didn't uh, even see this you didn't see that kingdom hearts 4 is happening why it's probably got star wars in it didn't everyone hate the third one 
Yeah, pretty much. They're making another one, and it looks weird. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It does look weird. Sora has on shoes that are interesting. In my and... picture I'm looking at, he's barefoot. Oh, wow. He's making it legal. So, I wonder where this is going to go. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that was just a, that was just a dumb fucking aside. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts Four is happening for some reason. We're still making those, I guess. Oh yeah. man. Ugh. So so Seth, we're we're getting. By the way, by the way, there's a guy in Britain. Again, we come by this place. That's how awful it is. There's a guy over there named Lord Pickles. That's his name. Lord Pickles. Lord Pickles. He's a, he's a lord. He's literally a lord. His last name is Pickles. What is what do you have to do to be a lord in Britain? I think you are, you inherit it, right? I think you're born into it. Oh wow! So there's always been a Lord Pickles. Maybe. I mean, hold on. You by the way, before we before we, we stop, you gotta see a picture of Lord Pickles real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna send you a picture here of this guy. Here he is talking. Don't don't listen to his words, but just look at it. Look at his look at look at look at him. Look at him. Okay, I'll do a live reaction to what he looks like. Wow. It's exactly what I expected. I know, right? He looks like a pickle. <laughs> he <laughs> he actually looks like pickles. a pickle. He looks like I he just... has five pickles in his mouth while he talks. How can anybody take take Britain seriously? With Lord I know. Pickles? Come on, come on. There's Britain. also a Lord Sugar. <laughs> Maybe they have like a whole little little salad over there of lords. Where's the Earl of Sandwich? He's around, isn't he? He's gotta be. You can't give up that name. All right. This has been... Uh, before we go, Seth, what you been doing? Everything. Everywhere. All at once. Go oh. see it if it's playing near you. It's the best fucking movie I've seen in a long time. It's a fucking instant classic. I'm going to see it again this weekend. Um, I love it. And uh, I think it's great. And it's going to be the movie to beat for 2022, I think. Damn. Strong endorsement from Seth there. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, I've been doing two things. I've been playing uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is a pretty cool. fun. If you like Borderlands, hey, it's more Borderlands, man. That's all I gotta say. And also been rewatching uh, the show Breaking Bad, which wow, is, nice. I have not ever rewatched it, so it's a fucking classic. It's a banger. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, go see it. Go to your theater. Demand they show you Breaking Bad the entire yeah. five or six seasons of the show. It's maybe the best television show ever made. So. Still think that's the wire, but it's it's. it's I up said there. maybe, as in mm. there's there can be some debate about it. True, true. But uh, that is it for me. So you got anything else? No, just go see everything everywhere all at once if you can. It's coming out here this week. I will go see it. Nice. So I'm excited for that. Nice. Well, this has been the Millennials Podcast. I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find the things that I write about movies and television on instinct-chatter.io. Uh, our theme song was, or wait, no, our art is done by Marcus Barkley, uh, who sometimes is on the show. You can find him on Instagram, Mr. Beaches. Our theme song was done by, our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who's been on our show before, and he streams on Twitch at the Ben Powell and has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling and they're from the South. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck NFTs. <laughs> Just to get him in there. Gotta, yeah. Under the wire. Man, oof. 
Um, we have stop trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from Arrakis to Baltimore, this has been the Little Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. <laughs>